What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Monday, January 22nd. We got the final four in the National Football League set. The Niners and the Lions, the Chiefs and the Ravens following the best weekend of football games, which is kind of usual. It's a weekend that I always look forward to. The divisional round. And I'm very much looking forward to next weekend when I'll be watching the AFC and NFC title games at the sports book, or they call it the sports bar at the Hard Rock. Was not a good weekend for me, though, giving out any picks. My gosh. I don't know if you saw my tweet or heard the show last week, but Marlins man hits me up. He's like, Andy, I want to win a million dollars on a parlay this weekend. I said, okay, yeah. Well, we all want to win a million dollars. I'd settle for half a million, but you want to win a million? Okay. Like, you really need it. He goes, I need picks. I need players who are going to score touchdowns that can get me to a million dollars. Well, to get to a million dollars, you got to pick pretty big long shots. And at the same time, you got to put up a lot of money. So I gave him a parlay with four players who all scored the week before. So they're getting the football. They have the opportunities to to get in the end zone. He put up $10,250 on a parlay, which is absolutely nuts. I never advise anybody to do that, no matter who you are. But he told me, I don't care. I said, okay. So I gave him four players, and not only did he not hit four of them, he didn't hit three of them, he didn't hit two of them, he didn't hit one of them. He hit none. Zero. Zilch. Nothing. Nada. Small potatoes. No potatoes. Diddly squat. A big old goose egg. That's kind of the way the weekend went for me. Now, I'm still here in Medellin. I'm traveling tomorrow. I cannot use the app here. I got to go to the supermarket which is not a big problem. They got the sports book at the supermarket, but the odds are not as good as the odds we get on the app in Florida. So I don't really use it a whole lot, at least the supermarket sports book. I remember the show Supermarket Sweep. Here in Medellin, it's Supermarket Sportsbook. You run in there, you put in your wagers, and then you run out, and then you go watch the game. It it just was not a good weekend. Picks that I gave out this weekend to my faithful, it was was not good. The games were good. My picks were not good, which means I'm due. That means when I get back into South Florida tomorrow night, I land tomorrow night. Tomorrow is a travel day for me. You will not hear my voice on the airwaves tomorrow. This is a little bit of a weird week because I'm going to be off Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So you got me today, you got me on Wednesday, and then I'll be back on the airways following the championship games. I'm doing a lot of traveling this week. I'll be in Miami tomorrow. I'll be in Miami Wednesday. I'm going to Los Angeles on Thursday and Vegas as well. I'll be in Vegas all day Friday. Friday, I go from Vegas to LA for a few hours. I'll be there. And then I'm flying from LA to Miami on Saturday and then getting 
back around like 10 o'clock Saturday night. Sunday, I go to the Hard Rock, watch all the games. Monday, I do the show from South Florida. And then Monday night, I'm on the way back to Columbia! Because I've got a lot of friends who, if I stay away too long, they're going to miss me. So I got to be here. But it'll only be for like a, a week because then I'm going back to South Florida for my poker tournament at the Hard Rock. So it's busy. It's a, it's a busy travel schedule. I'm doing the program. I'm watching all the games. I'm having fun. I hope you guys are having fun. Everything is uh, okay. We'll see when I land tomorrow night in Miami if they pull me in for another interrogation, U.S. Uh, Customs and Border Protection. I told you guys last time, it's amazing because a lot of people don't know this. And I told them I was going to talk about this. A lot of people are unaware that when you fly in to an airport in the U.S., when you're flying from somewhere international and you have to clear customs in the U.S., the officers from U.S. Customs and Border Protection, believe it or not, they have the right to go through your phone. They have the right to take your phone. And I spoke to people at the highest levels of law enforcement who had never heard of that. They did not know that. They said that is wrong. They can't do it. Well, they can. Even after they looked into it, they can. And that's alarming. It's very alarming, especially for me as a journalist who loves to give you the Slater's scoop. They need zero suspicion. It doesn't matter whatsoever. You do not have to be suspected of anything. They are allowed to take your phone. So think about that. Think about how wrong that is. Think about how, how violating that feels. Because, yeah, law enforcement agencies, and I do all law enforcement talk here on Wednesdays and a lot more than that. Law enforcement agencies, they have to have a warrant to get your phone. Unless you just say, here you go, you want my phone? Go Like if you consent to it, then whatever. But they have to have a warrant. U.S. Customs and Border Protection, they don't. And I know the, the motto of all agencies, everywhere in the government, every, every company is, oh, no, 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 We're, we go by strict standards, blah, 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 blah. Yet we always see on the news people from their own agencies getting in trouble. Anyhow. I'm all about sources. I'm all about giving you information. So imagine this. This is why I have a serious problem with this. And there should be change. There absolutely should be change. This should not be allowed. And it was only brought to my attention because I personally went through this. So I have all of this information. I have intel. I have sources at the highest levels. If somebody, if somebody was 
really out for it and said, I'm tired of Slater giving us the Slater's scoop or not only me, any journalist at any level. It could be national news. It could be a newspaper, anybody. I'm not saying this happened, but somebody can contact an officer because that's possible. We all talk and say, you know what? The next time this person goes through, get their phone. Now, I'm not accusing CBP of doing that. But I'm just saying any person, we all have hookups. We all have friends. Any person can tell anyone, hey, I want to know who's writing to, the, to this person. And even if that's not the case, if you're going through somebody's phone and you're looking at all this information, oh, hey, wow. And then people talk. Please, we all have friends that work in places. You're going to go to a restaurant with them or a bar or you're going to hang out. Hey, did you ever, have you ever run into this person? Yeah, but you know what? I can't tell you anything. Like they're part of a, of a jury. I mean, come on. So we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Uh, this time I plan on getting stopped because last time it was ridiculous. And, and I'm a U.S. citizen suspected of nothing. And they, they're allowed to just take my phone. They're writing down numbers on my phone. I'm like, what, what's going on here? And then I go in another room and somebody's searching my phone without even me seeing what they're doing. It's ridiculous. There needs to be change. That should not be allowed. 100% should not be allowed. And I would, not just for me, but for everybody, for all of you. And I don't mean to go on this diatribe here, but I'm talking about traveling and I think this is very important. I would join anybody else. And I know a lot of attorneys. I, I know all that. I'm not some activist at all. But if somebody put together some type of way, and I don't know what that way would be, some type of way to make a change at the federal level, I would be happy to be part of that because I looked into it and there was a federal judge in a district court somewhere up north that actually was the first one to rule against it but only for that district this needs to be taken to the highest level because that is just it's wrong it's wrong for not only me it's wrong for all of you any single one of you it's just not right. And I know there are a lot of people who tune into this show from all over. We got attorneys tuning into the show. We have media members tuning into the show. We have officers tuning into the show. And that includes from Custom and Border Protection. It's, it's really ridiculous what they're allowed to do. And there should be a change to it. So if any one of you is into some type of way to make a big change. And I spoke about this to Uncle Luke on the air actually last week or two weeks ago. If someone is able to make a big change and knows that avenue, let's do it because there needs to be a change. Also, how do we change the way the Miami Dolphins are? Because that's why you're here. 
not necessarily for a change at the border with Customs and Border Protection with your cell phone and them being able to look at whatever they want. They didn't do anything wrong because they're, they're allowed to look at it. But how, how can we change what's up with the Dolphins? How can we change it to where we're watching the Dolphins on Divisional Weekend? What is that going to take? Even at the highest level, how do we do that? Eight teams playing this past weekend. Four of them are still alive. I love Divisional Weekend. Perfectly structured. The games are almost always good. They were all pretty good. The second half of the Texans and Ravens wasn't good. The first half was. The Packers and 49ers was great. The Lions game was a blast. The Chiefs and Bills last night was a classic. Really good football. Normally here, I always stick to local talk. And I'm going to keep it from a local perspective for the most part. But when we get down to the title games here in the National Football League, we're all watching it. It's an everyone's story, like the Super Bowl is an everyone's story. We all care about these games and the storylines. There are Dolphins connections. There are Dolphins ties for sure. But the NFL is just, it's so big. When the Dolphins are not part of divisional weekend or wild card weekend or championship weekend it still needs to be discussed so will i step a bit out of my lane talking about these games yes but i'm totally good with it and every time i think about what i saw i think about can the dolphins get there can the Dolphins do this? Do the Dolphins have this from what I'm seeing in each game? Now, I do have a lot to get to this hour. I've been speaking for about 14 minutes now, but I haven't even gotten to anything that I have written down and I want to get to. And I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. That Chiefs-Bills game, I know Dolphins fans are happy the Bills lost. Patrick Mahomes, he won that game, and he won it while he wasn't even on the field. I wish Tua could win a football game. I I would take it while he's on the field. I can't even imagine Tua winning a football game while he's on the sideline. And let me explain what I mean. Because this is really, to me, the most amazing part about that game last night. When you look at the way the Bills handled their last drive, they had such a good drive going. Everything was going well. And then they kind of got caught in the middle of, do we try to score? But if we do right now, that dude is sitting over there. That dude named Patrick Mahomes. So maybe we should slow down a bit. Because if we score now, if we continue to have this great drive, we're giving that dude the ball and we know what he can do. The Bills seemed like they didn't want Mahomes touching that ball with pretty much any time left. 
to give them a chance to win. And by doing that, by being so afraid of who was on the sideline, they killed all the momentum of their own drive and they left it up to their kicker. And because he kicks for the Buffalo Bills, Tyler Bass missed it wide right. And that was it. Patrick Mahomes, he Jedi mind-tricked them while he was on the bench. The Bills were so shook by the idea of giving Mahomes the ball late in the fourth quarter that they forgot to score. Mahomes spooked them. Spooked them on the sidelines. Do you have any idea how much great you have to have in you to spook the opposition while you are not even on the field? And I'm thinking to myself, we've seen the Dolphins play the Chiefs. We've seen the Dolphins play the Bills. Actually, we saw the Dolphins play the Chiefs and Bills, both of them, twice this season. And you look at the Miami Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa. Forget about Tua spooking the other team while he's on the sideline. Can he even do it while he's on the field? Because you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Josh Allen, you do not want to give those guys the ball in the final two minutes. They're going to come get you. Do you think there's any team in the National Football League that says we cannot give the ball to Tua because he's going to come get us? And you know what? The answer is no, there's not. And that's a problem. We could talk about Tua all day long, but until you can answer yes to that question, your team they ain't going anywhere. They're just not. Now, there are exceptions. This isn't bulletproof. But overall, if you want your team to be successful, if you want a franchise quarterback that has zero question about him, you need to answer yes to can he spook the opposition while he is on the sideline. Not just the field, but on the sideline. You don't want to give him back the ball. Now, those quarterbacks are not easy to find, but they have been found. I mean, heck, in the AFC right now, this past weekend, there were three of them. You don't want to give Josh Allen the ball. You don't want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball. You don't want to give Lamar Jackson the ball. This is like back in the day, and I'm not going to say Lamar, Mahomes, or Allen – is like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. But it's the philosophy of we can't score too quickly because that other quarterback's going to get the ball. Josh Allen, while he didn't win yesterday, he's so good. You see him rushing all over the field. Tua can't do that. Even if he could, he's not going to because he doesn't want to get hit. I'm sure the Dolphins don't want him to get hit. Josh Allen, he just plays so well. He, even with a loss, he is an elite franchise QB. 
We saw the bazooka arm on the go-ahead touchdown pass. We saw the the rushes and his touchdowns. And He's not Patrick Mahomes, but he is dang good. There's no more questions Patrick Mahomes has to answer. His team wasn't even doing well this season, and they're in the AFC title game. He's got two rings, one of them with Tyreek, one without him. He's won at home. Now he's won on the road. Patrick Mahomes will finish as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live. And Travis Kelsey, he was really good. People want to blame his girlfriend, which is dumb. He's a football player. Who cares about his girlfriend? Reality is he dropped a ton of passes this season. Didn't matter if he was dating someone or not. Yesterday when it mattered most in Buffalo, he was a stud. A true weapon. Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco, and the defense. That's all they need. That's more than enough. I know Dolphins fans, you're not happy that the Dolphins weren't playing in that game, but you're probably happy that Buffalo lost. There was a lot of smack talk. The Bills came to Miami. Their fans took over the elbow room. They took the AFC East from the Dolphins. It's just part of a huge thing in sports, you know, rivalries. That's what it's about. Just remember, though, when it comes to the Dolphins and Tua, the way that Tua will ultimately be judged is how he does against the eight guys who were playing this past weekend. Because that's the bar of what he's going to have to beat. The teams we saw on Saturday and Sunday. And until he breaks into that club... He's going to continue to face questions. You could say they're haters, doubters, critics, all of them. Whatever you want to say, he's going to have to face everything. And I know the Bills, they're facing a bunch of critics today. They were late last night after that game. Kind of bizarre running a fake punt with DeMar Hamlin. You're the Buffalo Bills. You have Josh Allen a very talented quarterback. You're playing well. You're playing well enough to win. And you do a fake punt with DeMar Hamlin. I really don't know what that was all about. Did Sean McDermott want to have like a really feel-good story because of what happened to DeMar Hamlin and they just ran a fake punt and he picked up the first down? I really don't know what was going on there, but that was quite bizarre. And I just continue to look at everything that happened in that game last night and every other game thinking, how can the Miami Dolphins be in this position? And I want to talk about that a little more, and I will momentarily. My poker tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, is just about two weeks away, Tuesday night, February 6th, at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. It is never too early to put a reminder in your phone for it. Tuesday night, February 6th, $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. It's only 250 bucks to buy in. I hope to see you out there Tuesday night, February 6th, at the Hard Rock. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m., 
You could register until 9.30 p.m. $20,000. That is the minimum amount of money that will be in the prize pool Tuesday night, February 6th, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. How so Dolphins is it that in one of the games this weekend, yesterday, you've got two former Dolphins interim head coaches going head-to-head. Both of these coaches, the Miami Dolphins thought, were not good enough to be the real head coach of this team. That would be Dan Campbell and Todd Bowles. It's so wild that that's exactly how the Lions-Bucks game shaped up. The Dolphins have these guys in their building. They have them there with an opportunity to coach the team full-time. And what do the Miami Dolphins do? They let both Dan Campbell and Todd Bowles walk. And they walk their way into the divisional playoff round. I'm surprised that Tampa was there, but that may have something to do with their division. I was also surprised that Baker Mayfield was able to do what he did yesterday, albeit it wasn't enough to win the game, but he was better than I thought he could be. His decision-making and everything, except for the final INT, but the Bucks didn't quit in that game. The Lions went up by two TDs in the fourth, and Tampa, they hung in there. If you're a Dolphins fan and you're thinking about who to root for or you've already thought about it and you're rooting for another team, I don't know about you, but I think that team should be Detroit. You're watching these games. You don't have a horse in the race. How could you not cheer for the Detroit Lions? They hadn't been this far since the early 90s, the Barry Sanders days. The Lions are such a part of Detroit's identity. They love that team. They've showed so much support for them through winless seasons, just horrendous seasons. And they finally have a product worth watching. So the sentimental pick would have to be Detroit. And then again, you see this Lions team. You've seen the misery that they've been through for so many years. And now you see them in the NFC championship game and you start thinking, what's going on with my Miami Dolphins? How can my Miami Dolphins not be there? How can they not even be in the divisional round? And the Lions are in the NFC title game. And they have a coach that the Dolphins let walk out of the building. Dan Campbell is something else. Man Campbell. That dude is so cool. I remember how he was running Oklahoma drills at Dolphins practices. This guy can coach. He has instilled belief in that Lions locker room. Jared Goff knows that he's good enough to win two more games. They've got fun playmakers. Jameer Gibbs at running back is special. Amon Ross St. Brown, fantastic wideout. Just a good, solid team 
with a really cool head coach that's got them playing at a great level, has them believing. As a Dolphins fan, would you like to have Dan Campbell on your sideline right now? Mike McDaniel is a guru. He's smart. He's cool. He's funny. But compare compare the styles. Compare to what's going on in Detroit and what's going on in Miami. Jared Goff, Tua Tungavailoa, Raheem Mostert, Devon Achan, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs. The Dolphins have Tyreek Hill, the best playmaker in the league. But Detroit's got a solid team. They're in their conference title game, and the Dolphins, they've been at home for a while now. Now, can Detroit go to the Super Bowl? That's going to be difficult. You don't need me to tell you that. The 49ers, we'll see what's up with Debo, but McCaffrey, Kittle, they, they've got they've got a great team. Their defense is really good. The atmosphere, that, that'll be rocking. Championship weekend, or championship Sunday, I should say. That's a lot of fun. The game will be in Santa Clara, home of the 49ers. But that game yesterday in Detroit, what a great atmosphere. The Lions, they're on the field. The crowd's silent. Then the second that D comes out, you got a building that's shaking. Probably wasn't shaking as much as the building I was in last week in a 5.6 magnitude earthquake because that was really shaking. And there I am. I'm not even running outside. I'm like, oh, yeah, the building's shaking. That was pretty stupid. Thankfully, the building didn't come down. Nothing else came down. Doesn't even have to be the building. It could just be part of it or a chandelier or something. I don't know. But hopefully I've learned uh, for next time, just run out to an open uh, area, an open space. Dan Campbell in Detroit, he can run out anywhere he wants for anything. He probably won't even have to pay. Imagine that dude going into a restaurant right now or a bar. Think they're going to charge him for a beer? Heck no. You think Mike McDaniel's going to get charged for a beer? He's going to get charged double. (laughs) Not that these guys can't afford it, but here's what I want to do. I want to play a game. Not necessarily like a game show, but I want to play a little game. And it has to do with the Miami Dolphins and the divisional weekend that we just had. So I'll play that game. I don't know if I have any game. Well, I have game show sound effects, but it's not really a game show. So I'll figure it out. I know I want to play a game. I know what the game is about. The production of the game, that's the only part I don't know. But I will play the game in just a moment. You can play the ponies at Gulfstream Park. The Pegasus World Cup is this Saturday at Gulfstream Park, the richest race you are going to find in Florida. The best of the best will be at Gulfstream Park, just like they are right now, because it is the championship meet. And part of that championship meet is the Pegasus World Cup. The best horses in the world, the best jockeys in the world, 
the best of everything in the world is at Gulfstream Park right now in Hollandale Beach. If you want to go to the Pegasus World Cup on Saturday, head on over to PegasusWorldCup.com or GulfstreamPark.com. All of the information is listed there. Whether you can get there this Saturday or any other day, live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the championship meet, that is the absolute time you have to go to Hollandale Beach to Gulfstream Park. Let's go ahead and take the eight quarterbacks that we saw play this past weekend. Let's name them. I'm going to name them. You don't have to name them. I said let's name them, but you sit back, you drive, you chill out, you just hear me, and I will name them, and then we'll play this game together. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, C.J. Stroud, Lamar Jackson, Jordan Love, Brock Purdy. I just named eight quarterbacks, all eight starting quarterbacks we saw this past weekend. How many of those quarterbacks would you rather have quarterbacking your team than Tua Tungabailoa? So what I'll do now is I will go team by team, the eight teams that we saw, and I'll go one by one and say if they would rather have the quarterback they have now or they would rather have Tua. Let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, they'd rather have Josh Allen. I think we can all agree. The Kansas City Chiefs, I think we can all agree they would rather have Patrick Mahomes. Sticking with the AFC. Lamar Jackson, I'm pretty sure the Ravens would keep Lamar Jackson and not change him for Tua. C.J. Stroud, I think the Houston Texans are very happy with C.J. Stroud, and if given the opportunity to just say, hey, we'll take Tua instead, I think they would say no. Let's go to the NFC. Jared Goff. Would Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions rather have Jared Goff or Tua Tungavailoa? I think the Lions would like to stick with Jared Goff. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Would they rather have Baker Mayfield or would they rather have Tua? I think the Bucs would take Tua over Baker Mayfield. I'd probably take away the think. I don't know certainly, but I'm pretty sure... The Bucks would say, we'll take Tua. Jordan Love. I think the Green Bay Packers want Jordan Love for the next decade. They would say no to Tua. The San Francisco 49ers. I think they love Brock Purdy. They would keep Brock Purdy. They wouldn't take Tua over Brock Purdy. So if you look at the quarterbacks from this weekend's game, Tua is better than or an easy upgrade from, what, one of them? That's about it. The other seven teams that we just saw, I'm almost certain would rather stick with their guy than have Tua. That is why the Miami Dolphins 
should not give Tua a contract extension at this time. That is why the Miami Dolphins need to let Tua play out his fifth year and see what happens. That is also why this draft, they need to take a quarterback. Because if Tua is not going to be the guy, if they don't see it in year five, if he does not win a playoff game, if he does not succeed deep, they need to be ready to move on. Racking up a lot of passing yards against bad teams, that's a lot of fun. Getting named to the Pro Bowl and playing in the Pro Bowl games and the skills competition in Orlando, yeah, fun, cool. Go hang out with Mickey. But these games that we just saw this past weekend, that's what matters. That is what Tua and the Dolphins should be striving for. It's not fair to compare Tua to Mahomes and Allen and Lamar Jackson. Of course it's not fair. But the reality is, that's his direct competition. Just those three guys. They're in his conference. If the Miami Dolphins are ever going to do anything for the next 10 years in the AFC, Those are the guys that he's going to have to beat. So Dolphins fans and the entire organization should be looking at the games that we just saw. You should look back at them. And maybe you were wondering while you were watching them. And think to yourself, where does Tua fit in with all of these quarterbacks who are playing? And I think going team by team out of those eight, it's pretty easy to figure out. If you cannot watch these games and say to yourself, I truly believe our quarterback can be here and we can get here because of him. Not that he's just coming along for the ride, but we can actually get to Divisional Weekend. We can get to Championship Sunday because of our QB. Unless you could think that, then you need to find a new one. That's the way I look at it. And I know there's a lot of people, including Dolphins fans, who love Tua. He's a nice guy. He's a family guy. He's doing the best he probably can. But if you're one of those fans that says you've got to pay this guy, you've you've got to give him 40 or 50 million a year for the next five years, I urge you to take a step back. And I think Chris Greer and the Dolphins organization have done this. You have to say, can you see this QB? the one wearing number one for the Miami Dolphins. Can you see him being the reason the Dolphins get to divisional weekend? And if you can answer yes to that, like right now, if you can answer yes, then the next thing I want you to do 
is call a doctor. Call a doctor and make an appointment right away because you need one. And that's not a lead into some endorsement here for a doctor. That's just the truth because I don't know how anybody can look at what happened this past weekend and most importantly, look at what's coming up this coming weekend and say, yeah, 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 he he can do that. Tua can absolutely get there. If you could say that, I just, I don't know. We must be watching, we must be watching two completely different things. Now, when I talk about finances and your financial plan, we need to be talking about the same thing. And that is Trajan Wealth. Start your new year off right with a new financial plan. Maybe you've had a plan, it's not working. Let Trajan Wealth help you. We talk about winning a lot. We talk about game plans and play calling. You gotta be your own play caller here with your finances. You gotta make the right call. The call to Trajan Wealth. It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. Trajan Wealth will help you design a plan based around your goals, which is the most important thing. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach. Visit their site, trajanwealth.com. That's trajanwealth.com. Or call Trajan Wealth at 561-390-1000. Let Trajan Wealth start helping you right now. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I want to get to one brief Miami Heat note. The Heat are a mess right now. The offense is lost. Three consecutive losses, and this is a team that was just cooking the previous week. It's an 82-game schedule. I know there's going to be good nights and bad nights. But there's also a matter of fit. How are the Heat fitting together with Tyler, Jimmy, and Bam on the court at the same time? It hasn't been working out all that well. And then you've got the storyline of Kyle Lowry. Whispers that he missed the shoot-around, so Spo benched him. Last night he was benched again. Kyle's 0 for 18 in his last 18 three-point tries. You don't have to be a math major to know that's 0% shooting. Makes you wonder what the Miami Heat are going to do before the trade deadline. That's all the time I got for this Monday afternoon. I'll be back with you on Wednesday. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.